into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Mayor Pete voice send into your cage. <laughs> it's oh, it's the voice of Pete, but the words of Bane. Oh, not the other way around. The other way around would be um, no one thought that a Midwestern mayor. It's <laughs> <laughs> the reverse of that. It's uh, <laughs> the light. The lights went out at a little event we had in Reno, and you know, there's a saying in uh, in South Bend where I'm from. You think the darkness is your ally, but you merely adopted the dark. <laughs> I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. By then it was nothing to me but blinding. Blinding like the cell phones that those people raised to <laughs> tell me to get off stage. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm just... No one thought that the humble mayor of a small pit in Caracas, Venezuela could introduce a new type of politics. I was born in that pit. I was born in darkness. They made me the mayor of the pit. I fought everyone in that goddamn hole. All right? <laughs> I, running out of Bane Amer- shit. Americans do not want to wait for a candidate who will break the bat. <laughs> Where I'm from, we don't care about the bat. <laughs> we care about the rat. <laughs> okay, now do there the other one. Now do uh, now do Bane saying stuff P. Buzzer says. Uh okay. Um I have high, high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I mean what does he say? He just says like weird you know the audacity of courage. <laughs> is look the up courage his, of audacity. Let me look up his Twitter right now. <laughs> I'm going to just look up the last thing he tweeted. Um, Go to mayopete.io. It's a good heat <laughs> generator. Uh, if you want a president who makes your blood pressure go down instead of <laughs> through the roof, chip in. <laughs> <laughs> the time has come to chip in. Universal <laughs> health coverage is not a radical idea, Batman. <laughs> Eliminating all private insurance is. No industrialized country has gone that far. This goes further than what is acceptable in Denmark, the country. How's that going to fly in Denmark, Batman? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. The implication of this is like, it's only, the only places that have full coverage are like underdeveloped (laughs) shitholes. Places, they don't have electricity, but they have a full Medicare system that has sucked the country dry. (laughs) Why do you think it was so dark in the pit, Batman? (laughs) It was because I had health insurance. <laughs> There's one doctor in the pit. We're saving money. We're very fiscally minded. Socialism is a pit. <laughs> it will break your back. You see, my father was a socialist. I was born in the pit. Yeah. I really, I called into the majority report the other day and did that. And within fucking, uh, within like, like, 
a minute, I was like, oh, there's no more Bane material. <laughs> oh, no. He says three <laughs> things, and the movie came out ten years ago. <laughs> oh, okay, just stall. <laughs> <laughs> Sha- <laughs> I have to fill ten more minutes. Oh, fuck. He goes, do you feel in charge? And then I think that's it. Everyone just remembers that he had the mask. Because they're like, oh, 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 oh. Okay, wait, wait. I Mayo. mean, Mayor Pete says a lot more stuff, which is why I think the reverse is very good. Okay, wait, here we go. <laughs> Button says inspire on mayop.io. What happened in Iowa despairs our struggles that if we called on incarceration in every kind of community to come <laughs> safely in moment, that message can bring people movement and vision. This campaign to defeat Donald Trump. God. <laughs> yeah, it's just word salad. Man, Batman. Tom Hardy should run for American president. Yeah. He's so cool. I mean. He's in all the best things. Why not? You know? Wasn't that a big thing when Trump got elected? Is like, fuck it, it's celebrities now. It's celebrities. <laughs> oh, we can't have a hot one. We have to just have like a series of like congealed potato salad presidents. Fuck that. I want a fucking hot president. Make it a hot English president <laughs> in America. <laughs> Hello, everyone. He does different fun voices in every show <laughs> That's he's That's not what every English person sounds like. Hello. <laughs> I'm introducing the show as Bane, as Pete Buttigieg oh, okay. Bane. Hello. It is, it is I, your president, Abarama Gold. It is I, your host of Poddamn America, <laughs> the gothic socialist podcast from the pit of darkness. I'm, Diablo. <laughs> I, t- I turned into Deckard Cain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the number one socialist Deckard Cain cast. <laughs> yeah. I am, uh, I'm Jake uh, Flores. Hi, uh, Alex Patax here. Belial, the Lord of Lies. <laughs> and uh, today we've got uh, our first guest, at least, uh, my pal and uh, tour mate, often, and uh, from Mean Stevie, Sara June. Welcome back to the show. What's up? What What's up? up? What's up? Oh, not Thank much. Thank you for having me, Mr. Bane. Miss- I don't know Batman super well. <laughs> Mr. Bane. Mr. Bane. If that is your real name. <laughs> it's Bane, not. Let's move to the Matrix. Can we do the Matrix instead? Yeah, the Matrix is, we can do the Matrix. Uh, sure. Pete Buttigieg is in the Matrix. Do you think you're eating steak right now? all i see is blonde brunette redhead um (laughs) yeah what uh pete Buttigieg in the matrix okay how do we do this it's like um um pete Buttigieg is the lady in the red dress um (laughs) except he, he comes by twice but um the first time he's a republican and then the second time that's not working no that's elizabeth warren that's Elizabeth Warren. She's first, a, first she's a woman of color, and then she's a white lady. I think Pete Buttigieg is like Cipher. He's the guy that betrays everyone. Pete Buttigieg would be Cipher. Yeah. Yeah. You're, he just wants to be famous. He's eating a steak with the agent. And he's yeah. just like, he's like, do you remember what it tastes like? I know it's not real, <laughs> but I just fucking love it. <laughs> Put that shit directly into my brain. <laughs> Pete and Chasten go to the rave in the Matrix Reloaded, they're, and they're like, Ugh. they're the twins <laughs> with the dreadlocks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the best characters of the series. You know how when like you're in a baby. in a same sex relationship, you're the twins with the dreadlocks. Right, you're right. related to each other. Pete is a relic of the Nightmare Matrix. <laughs> in a different time period, I could see Pete having white dreadlocks. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a whole part of his life that he's paid to have scrubbed that is... Gen uh, X Pete has uh, white dreadlocks. The one year in college where he was like, you know... He wore a loose tie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This will destroy my image if it's... (laughs) 
yeah. gets dug up. I'm here to grow. I did meet someone who did cocaine with him at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's so funny, but it's also like I it doesn't this as a point doesn't have any legs because I don't want to make him sound cool. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, also, yeah. it's weird though, because it's like, well, it's also that he's, you know, po- cocaine is very popular among gay people, but he's extremely <laughs> un-gay. Yeah. He's not like a, like, a cl- like a club guy, like a gay bar guy. Like he, they literally went to a gay bar and they canceled their event because there was like a stripper pole in it. You know how... Oh. Wait, 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 that thing? That's where he did cocaine? No, 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 no. I'm just saying oh, oh, as oh, his whole... I mean, he probably is... also did <laughs> there. sanitized Ellen Gay, see Hamilton with Chastin, like, we're married and we talk about how we're married a lot, but we never kiss because people are grossed out by that. This is why I'm saying, like, the fact that he did cocaine at one point leads me to believe that he was, like, cool at one point and then just decided I to... I don't know, a lot of... A lot of bad people do cocaine, Jake. Here's Sorry. my proposal here. Um, you know how in the military, if you do a disgraceful uh, action that uh, shames your country, they remove your medal? That is what yeah. we have to do to Pete's cocaine use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has revoked his right to be a cool cocaine guy. <laughs> turn, turn in your <laughs> nose, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> he has to rip it off his face and put it on the table. He also has a gun for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give, me your... Give me your cocaine gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that everybody gets when they do it. Give me your pinky nail, sir. <laughs> Damn, you guys get guns? I should do cocaine. Yeah, I don't yeah. do. I don't. I wouldn't know. I don't do it. I quit. I had to give in my gun and my nose. I'm out here becoming the world's strongest man. <laughs> Proud of you, man. Good job. Thanks, Good job bro. giving up your nose. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> I filled my nose. <laughs> I put cement in my nose. Yeah, I get. I, get, I have an already lang nose now. So what do we want to talk about this week? <laughs> What's a, going oh, on? Sorry. Put a picture of Artie Lang up in your house to inspire you to not do cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Artie Lang has a picture of Artie Lang in his house to inspire him not to do cocaine. <laughs> I mean, if I was Artie Lang, I would cover my mirrors like I was sitting Shiva. <laughs> I would just stick a fun little nose on the mirror so that when I look at it, I have a nose again. Right. Make that That's nose do cocaine. Get. Yeah. The, I mean, that's called manifesting the reality you want. <laughs> manifesting the reality that you want. <laughs> we now cut that shit up. You want. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, do Pete talking about coke. Pete talking about coke. Oh my god! Actually, you know what? put in our bodies. Okay, this is how this all started. I just figured it all out. Right. He does a okay. huge like fucking rail, and then he does that thing where he's like, "Okay, so I've got an idea for a business." Um, it's <laughs> a central intelligence agency uh psyop where we go to uh you know caracas and uh i already used caracas um you see what i'm saying though right it's like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. one big coke like small business yes. that he just got out of hand where he running w- for president is his coke small business running for mayor was also definitely a coke idea i have done enough coke to think about running for mayor <laughs> <laughs> that so seems like that a very happened. achievable goal and that explains how he became mayor and then never did anything. Yeah. Where well, I'm now from he's in like, the heartland. Then he did more coke president. <laughs> I'm, I'm from the fucking heartland. I should be mayor. That's Pete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it did work out for on that level. So respect yeah. for that. Yeah. You win this round, Pete. Where I'm from in the heartland. We like to make the heart beat faster <laughs> uh, with uh, artificial... Neighbors shovel their each other's snow. 
into my huge fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a president who makes your blood pressure go up, but in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> a president who can really fuck. <laughs> yeah. He's like making fun of Bar- Bernie for having the heart attack. Like, this, yeah. this bitch can't hang. <laughs> I'm saying, how do you think Bernie got that heart attack? The oh. man fucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no drugs. He just fucks. That is what it's one of the hardest parts of being his supporters is you have to fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I have yeah. a lot of problems with that. Not me, us. <laughs> Not me, all of you. <laughs> it's a polycule. That's why people get so mad when you're a woman who supports Bernie. They're really upset that you are having sex with him by supporting him. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's it's not... The movement is important, all right? One percent of Americans own 99% of our harems. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, I, we, we're going to talk about Means TV here in a minute, but I think we should sort of open the show by talking about a few things that happened this week on the internet that are very funny. Uh, first among them is that, uh, the Bloomberg campaign, which I'm obsessed with because they used my material without crediting me. Right. Um, True. like the daily show. Yeah, I know. God damn, all these motherfuckers. Wait, the Daily Show used your material? Uh, the Daily Show did like a last season of America thing after that uh, oh, thing yeah, I had, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe parallel writing, but I know those fuckers know who I am, right? Yeah, um, you know what? That's a it's a viral tweet. There's no way it could have ever been plagiarized, right? Um, I mean, it was also very unoriginal of a joke, but I invented it. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I invented the sandwich and the tweet. Uh huh. Um, the Bloomberg campaign is hilarious because we're seeing like the limits of uh, what you know money can just buy. Um, and 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 I, okay, they're doing all this astroturfing shit. The first thing that happened this week is that they uh, they do they're doing like fake graffiti, but it's you know it's a rich person's idea of what graffiti is. So there's these Bloomberg campaign headquarters where there's a, like a sign that someone spray painted onto the sign and then like neatly pinned up over a Bloomberg sign that says eat the rich in yeah. extremely un are you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My theory on that is can you hear me? Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Just whatever. Okay. My theory on that is that because a Bloomberg staffer was doing it and they didn't want to get caught graffitiing their own office, which was a possibility Technically, spray painting a big piece of plywood and then leaning it up against a building is not illegal. <laughs> That's like an important thing to point out. Like spray painting on a sign and then taping it to a window is like you're not going to go to jail for that. Right, because if they were caught doing this, then that would be yeah, like a huge problem. If they were caught problem. actually spray painting a building, they would be charged with vandalism. Yeah. So they did something that's actually not illegal, which is why no one would ever do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... No one in, like, the history of graffiti has ever done a thing where you, like, make a little sign at home on a piece of cardboard that you bought from, like, an arts and crafts store. Right. And then spray paint it very unelegantly (laughs) before... The reason spray paint uh, graffiti often looks shitty is because you have to do it on the fly because you're in public and you're wearing a trench coat and stuff. But they did, like, little just stick letters, Mm -hmm. eat the rich, and then hung it up on a wall, (laughs) which is... Uh. Like, can you imagine being so rich you don't understand the concept yeah. of vandalism? You know when you're going to do a crime so you put down a towel first so you don't accidentally <laughs> get paint everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they couldn't actually bring themselves to do actual vandalism because right. they just respect property that much. 
so our theory yeah. here is that the, the Bloomberg is paying his own staffers who are in turn either false flagging their own operations or legitimately vandalizing their own offices. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory uh, because it came out like last week that they hired a uh, comedy writer and no one can figure out who it is. Uh, but it's clearly a really bad one because the jokes that they're tweeting out of the Bloomberg Twitter account are like atrocious. And, uh, you know, it really says something about like how much like <laughs> you go to Bloomberg's page and it's just crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> Americans are wondering, out. have you ever fucked an Asian? Yeah. You look like you fucked an Asian. <laughs> oh, it's big what J. else? What else? <laughs> <laughs> big J. Wilkerson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, they, they, they Photoshop fingerless gloves on all his pictures. <laughs> yeah. uh, Americans are saying a uh, nice shirt, buddy. <laughs> They did this thing where they like they t- tweeted, uh, you know, this this Bernie Sanders guy is so unrealistic. He uh, he sounds like he's trying to run for uh, lead singer of Nirvana. Right. Not- Hashtag Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. and, Have you uh, seen this guy? And uh, I mean, they, come they, on. they had a bunch of their tweets taken down the other day because they did a thread that was a bunch of like, I'm going to read one right now. Who am I to question Kim Jong-un for... This is in quotes, so it's Bernie. Like, they're being Bernie. Who am I to Uh question Kim Jong-un for starving millions of his own people when he opened a kick-ass water park with over 10 slides, a lazy river, and a wave machine? What a blast! Hashtag Bernie on despots. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's just a bunch of those where he's just like, Pol Pot was pretty cool. Hashtag Bernie on despots. (laughs) And... They had to, I think you're right about this thing where like they realize they're breaking the law because they had to take those down. They got reported yeah. and they were like, yeah, you, if you're yeah. running for president, These you, are literally, smears. you literally <laughs> yeah. can't go, yeah. I'm Bernie, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real quote where Bernie's saying it. So, yeah. Sham Bloomberg, I Americans th- are afraid to vote because they're girl here. I think. <laughs> yeah. I see you voting. I see you voting. I see you voting. My man over here is definitely trying to vote. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Unlike you, Bloomberg can't be like, I'm a comedian. This parody. A parody. parody. Right. Bernie Sanders kills people. Parody. <laughs> I, so my theory is, I think it, it makes sense that... If you're a billionaire and you yeah. think in very like technical professional terms and you go, I need a comedy writer and I yes. need the best comedy writer, you won't find like one of us because right. we're, you know, you have to go through comedy to get us. And if you ask me how much uh, it pays to do a thing, I'm like, I don't know, man. But there's one person in the world of comedy that exemplifies the opposite mentality of us who is the type of comedian that would have a LinkedIn account that would say, I am the best comedy writer of all time. And my rate is like a hundred thousand dollars a job or whatever. And that's Dan Dynan, who is the worst comedian, but the person who sells themselves the only one with a writer like that. So it makes sense that someone like the Bloomberg campaign or some people like the Bloomberg campaign would like these two things would meet in that way. And they would go, well, this Everything that is the best of its thing is the highest rated on LinkedIn, right? So this must be the best comedian. So mm-hmm. I th- and he loves to be like involved in presidential shit. Yeah, yeah, he likes the idea of politics without any specific <laughs> politics. He's yeah. the perfect choice for this. Like he's the go-to yeah. joke, but it might literally be him. I think it might be him because he he also said like some pro Bernie shit on Facebook the other day. But like I think he yeah. just likes whoever's winning. He's he just w- playing the field. He will play multiple different candidates at the same time. He doesn't fucking care, and he's so me, bad. 
let me offer my counter theory. Okay. They have hired a comedy writer who is actually good and is writing bad jokes on purpose. I've heard this theory. Ooh. That's my theory because that Nirvana one was so perfect. But then again, I have read tweets before that I thought were fake joke tweets that turned out to be real tweets. Yeah. So I don't know. But when I read that Nirvana one, I was like running for president of a hashtag Nirvana. This is like too good. You know, uh-huh. like running for president. Think about this. I'm going to say it one more time. Running for president of Nirvana. <laughs> okay? Yeah. High in the sky. These are very funny. These are very funny words. I think whoever wrote this is maybe funny and doing a bad job on purpose. But I can't wait to find out which one of us is right. I truly hope that we are dealing with a hero. But I kind of... Yes. There's this thing with comedy... I want a hero, Jake. Let me have it. <laughs> I just feel like... Whenever something weird is happening in comedy and no one can tell what someone's motivations are, we all start to go down like we all get Andy Kaufman brain and we're like, yeah, what yeah, if yeah. it's a genius? And it most yeah. of the time isn't. I did see that um, Bloomberg has asked former presidents of E as an E exclamation point and also Comedy Central to help him not write jokes, but to help him like navigate media. What this campaign needs is a girl code. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do when your boy is texting? It's so funny. (laughs) You can have all that money, but you still need to hire people for shit that you know nothing about. So you're just like, the talk soup guy. Make me like, make people like me. (laughs) Did we decide on a... I'm sorry. Sorry, you go. No, no, I was just... Who's like... Uh, who's a good person to navigate the news media? Uh, former president of Comedy Central. Yes. <laughs> the famously That's- funny people who work in their office. Get me yeah. the Kyle Kinane voice. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, we got former Mayor Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he has the perfect uh, voice. Yeah. I did really like the, uh, did you see that Apprentice clip that somebody up put on Twitter? Yeah, with the hot dogs. Oh, boy, I had really blocked out The Apprentice. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, man. I had really blocked it out. And now, like, reading it and reading the synopsis of the episode is like, wow, that was really on television. Yeah, Gene Simmons was there. You just want to watch other people get fired. (laughs) Not now, where you're like, "Ah, this is bringing me down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, that could be me. There's so much economic doubt in this country. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Bloomberg is one of like a million of these people, but it's so fucking depressing, like, trying to imagine that there isn't just this facade of like, uh, like all these people fucking know each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. These people are. completely incapable of producing like a candidate that doesn't have a fucking picture with Jelaine Maxwell. It's crazy. She's, she was, everyone knew what she was up to and yet they all couldn't resist taking like selfies with her. Even like years before selfies are even really a thing. Right, right, right. Like you have no pictures of yourself with anyone except Jelaine Maxwell. (laughs) That woman was doing the most heinous crime on earth and just running around with like a Polaroid and just like uh, not even a Polaroid like uh, the thing where you have to incriminate yourself oh, by we were the going to do developed. this at the debate she was doing the Elizabeth Warren things Jillian <laughs> Maxwell selfie line I have a yeah. hundred thousand selfies with known pedophiles <laughs> yeah. around That's America <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Dude, that's how much they hate us. They're you just like throwing it in our face. You know it's a someone else took the picture. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, 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 the twain it's, will meet. It's really fucking crazy that Hillary Clinton has never talked in public about her and Bill's connection to Jeffrey Epstein. Not even to say we discount him now or like just never mention it ever. Well, they did a joke about it on The Daily Show. and her and They just laughed about it. You that gotta laugh. Like, women were thing. abducted and raped. <laughs> yeah, children. Children. Children were kidnapped. Yeah. And she's it's just the like, darkest oh. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and we'll never get to the so bottom of it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never get to the bottom of it. There's some fucking poll. Uh, that was actually the joke that The Daily Show stole from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at uh, Epstein. Yeah. Um, there was some fucking poll last week about um, people by candidate who believe uh, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. And not oh, even like- the Rube candidate supporters uh, passed 50%. All <laughs> Everyone thinks that he for sure was murdered and we will never look into it. Yeah. The dumbest people in America know this is a fucking ruse. <laughs> well, it's because it's the worst pulled off ruse of all time. It's extremely poorly. Oh, the camera broke. Uh, he killed himself by hanging. Uh, like, none of it makes any fucking sense. Right. Also, just like all the facts are like... Though the security guard took a nap and the camera was off, and <laughs> it was this, right after another and, time this and happened. Friends with Bill Clinton, and you know, there's nothing else after that. Yeah, and he hung up a graffiti sign in his room before he did it. Yeah, he's a yeah. bad person. <laughs> this is. Said, I'm a socialist. Yeah. <laughs> there was a cardboard uh, spray painted sign that said "Blacks rule." <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing he ever wrote. Yeah, I mean, Epstein really is kind of like similar to what we're talking about with the Bloomberg uh, astroturfing in that like it's it's very funny because the people that are this powerful can't conceive of what something like graffiti looks like or what like, you know, a, a depressed a suicide. prison suicide looks like. Yeah, you know, because so they... They have to like dress it up, and it, it, I don't know. It's it's like so obvious. It's like when cops plant a gun on someone, and they're like, oh, he, he or when they shoot someone, and they're like, he fell on a bullet, right? Uh, somehow, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he shot himself because he was so embarrassed. Yeah. With all that fucking money, you'd think they'd pull off a better murder or a better presidential campaign, but. I guess money really can't buy everything. I was going to bring this up after Jake said this earlier about uh, how Bloomberg's campaign shows what money can buy because uh, uh, money can buy politics. It has up until right now. It's just, you know, you go do it through NBC or CNN or whatever. You control the conversation that way. And what's specific about right now is what can money buy with no pretense? (laughs) Just like a man being like, here's a billion dollars. Give me the presidency. (laughs) (laughs) It's not more thought out than that. I'm hiring people who hate me and we're going to make this happen. (laughs) Yeah. It's really out in the open and they, it's like, it's kind of working. It's really scary because you're like watching everyone watch it and you're going, still, you still like this. I think the ruse is too important. I don't think it's going to work for him. Yeah. So far, that's what I'm believing. I don't know maybe if his numbers are going to pick up. But. I'm in some Bloomberg Facebook groups that someone just snuck me into and it like, I can't tell if these are bots or if these are real Hide people. Hide you in an onion cart. Yeah. <laughs> into the Bloomberg Facebook group. But I've met people that really think like, you know, the only way you can beat Trump is with like, uh, worse and is even worse than Trump. Like, yeah. Cool. Great. Then why are we even voting? <laughs> why yeah. are we? 
Is it, I, uh, I had an old white person tell me that Bloomberg had more ethics than Trump, and then I had to end the conversation because I was going to yell at her. <laughs> I was just, I don't know where you get that. I don't know where that idea comes from other than Bloomberg saying it. Well, I don't know. I, we were just on Keith and the Girl the other day talking about him, and they were like, really? Like, when we were talking right. about him, we are like, oh, fuck, right. I guess people, yeah, you're free to not know about any of this stuff. If you don't, thing, I don't... I don't live in New York, and I've never lived in New York, but I have a few friends in New York, and I watch television from New York, and I know that Mike Bloomberg was a shitty mayor who was a racist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. if you live in New York, I, I thought everyone that lived in New York was on this side. I thought we were all, you know, like Rahm Emanuel in Chicago, all just yelling at him in public. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think there's, I, I think people do, but then they also think like, uh, you know, people just think that they're like the protagonist of life, and I think a lot of people think like, "Well, I know he's bad, but everyone else is dumb, and they'll think he's good," which means he's electable or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is that is really the thinking behind talking about how electable someone is. Is like other people are dumb. Yeah. How dumb do I think other people are? What what can we get past these fucking cattle I have to deal with every day? Yeah, yeah dude, that's, that's why. States. They're stupid enough to vote for Mike Bloomberg because he's rich, you which use... I know is good, and they also think is good. Yeah, no, that's why Bill Hicks is so popular. It's, it makes people think like me and Bill get it, but right. no one else does. Bill, my only friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only ones who fucking get it. Oh, um, man. Okay, NBC says Bloomberg might spend thirty million on direct mail, uh, like direct mailers to Latinos. Those are gonna be good. Yeah. Oh, because everyone just realized that Latin people exist after Nevada. Shit, shit, shit. I gotta do Duolingo before the next debate. As mayor of New York City, I supervised over 1,000 churros sold every day under the ground in the subway. (laughs) I can provide that service to you as president. Uh, I believe you call it a dog. <laughs> They're just direct mailers threatening to call DHS on people. Yeah, he's just doing. I <laughs> probably you know a threat is a yeah, good way yeah. to get people to vote for you. They're it's probably a- direct mailers that give incorrect information about how and where to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, now that would be smart. Yeah. I wonder that's how much fraud would... you can get away with with this much money. See, that's a better controlled a test for this: is how much fraud can you do than if you can win an election. <laughs> Um, I, mean, I think that's what he's doing, you know, he's got these fake Twitter and it's like, okay, those got suspended, you know, and now he's going to put out, he's going to, he's putting out misinformation <laughs> everywhere and everybody's like, Mike Bloomberg's lying, but, but it still doesn't, it doesn't matter. It would be so there's funny. there's a lot of people who just hear what he says and they never hear the follow up. Yeah. It would be so funny if someone running for president got their account suspended and they had to make a new one and be like, hey, refollow. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Tom Steyer, 420 now. I, I said die mad ho at Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> um, our friend Shout Sean. out to Sean. Yeah, our friend Sean got suspended his, for uh, saying die mad ho to somebody. Mad. Destroyed That's account. Um, Sarah, let's, uh, let's talk about Means TV. Um, let's do it. What is it? What I'm just kidding. We've talked about it on the show it? before. Uh, but what's happening, eh? Well, uh, so a year ago, we did a fundraiser um, where we tried to raise half a million dollars, and we did not, but uh, we did raise a couple hundred thousand dollars, and we squeezed every goddamn fucking last penny of it to make a streaming service. So please subscribe to it so we can add more stuff to it. So basically, it's like Netflix. It sort of looks like Netflix. 
Uh, it's a streaming service with like documentaries and short form stuff and long form stuff. We have some cool movies. We have some documentaries and uh, we have some like left tube stuff. Uh, we bought some things that were on YouTube that now you can only find on Means TV, which is cool because now those people get paid. Um, and yeah, we have comedy, we have history. There's a little bit of animation. Hopefully that'll be coming up soon. And I, there's going to be a street fight show on there in March. There's also going to be a show that uh, I wrote called Bad Future nice. and uh, an nice. animated sketch series later on. Yeah. Is your UI pretty, better than CISO? Yes. Yes, I can say that with a hundred percent certainty. It is. <laughs> All right, I, I've yeah. I've been hurt once, Sara. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that's why you have to hire comedians for this stuff because we've been through CISO. Yeah, so yeah. We know mm-hmm. we're hurt. Yeah, you can't be too careful these days when you click around on a website. Uh, sometimes you just get taken down a rabbit hole of corporate social responsibility pages, and nothing like that here. We have no corporate social responsibility. We're not a corporation. We're a cooperative. I'm on one of those shows, right? Uh, are you? I did a voice. <laughs> if I got cut, it's fine. I... <laughs> Everyone, so we right now we have uh. like uh, we have four shows, like regular, regular, like updating daily shows, and these are live streams. One is Means Morning News. That's from the District Sentinel Boys. That's based out of Washington D.C. Oh, oh yeah, got, the Sams. Yeah, the Sams. Yeah, so the Sams are doing a morning news show, uh, and uh, they've got a set and everything. It's great. <clears throat> Uh, we're doing uh, Left Trigger, which we've been doing on YouTube for a while. That's a Let's Play. That's um, uh, Bryn. I have friend. a great episode of that yeah. one of my wife yelling at me while I play you video do. games. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very relatable. It's uh, extremely for the fellows. Uh, we got a sports show with Dave Zirin um, called Southpaw Sports. Um, for people that care about sports, I, uh, I understand there's a lot of exploitation going on there. Uh, so they're doing that Monday nights. It's live. And then everything else is uh, on the platform for you to, you know, binge for you to fucking means TV and chill. Please, please binge. Cool. You can't binge for that long. We don't have that much content yet, but we have enough content for you to binge right now. Uh, but soon we'll have like the yeah, weird. Soon there will be more. The goal with starting a streaming network is, I think, to reach this point where you have the vague overload when you log in. You're like, I don't know what I want to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just sit there and then you fall asleep. Folks, yes. they're bringing back Neon Cat. You can watch hours and hours of Neon Cat yeah, on we're bringing back TV. Neon Cat. <laughs> the did, movie. Did you know that Sara made that? Yes, that's why I oh, said it. Okay. That's why you made the joke. I thought, sorry, that was an interesting coincidence. <laughs> Alex, you will not believe this. <laughs> we have Neon Cat in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just eating it because it's a Pop-Tart. Yeah. I think I suppose now that I should tell you that it was a very influential uh, video for me growing up. and <laughs> Yeah. That's why you uh, are always running, flying. Inspired me to be a pop tart uh, crazy guy. That's beautiful. <laughs> when I first came out, I did have uh, a lot of people sending me pictures of their kids listening to it and dancing to it, which was really nice. Wow, my brother some, Luke some kids, loved it. Yeah, did he like jump around? Yeah, he would jump around. He'd say, "I'm Yon Cat. I'm Yon Cat. Look at me. I'm Yon Cat. Yon 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 Yon." I like that. That's cool. Yeah, it was the culture That's at the time. Cute. It was the yeah, style of time. <laughs> and uh, babies would like fall asleep to it. And also somebody sent me a video of their cat watching it, which was also very cute. Oh, what? 
Yeah. I always wonder how much a cat can like perceive of a screen because so much of what you see on a screen is just interpreted by your brain to be a representation of an image. And so if a cat sees TV, does it know it's looking at a person or a bird? I don't know. Well, I uh, used to play, there's a bunch of videos on YouTube for cats uh, that are like, somebody puts like a GoPro outside uh, next to their bird feeder and then they film it for like three hours or they put a GoPro inside a pumpkin and then they put the pumpkin outside and a squirrel comes in and eats all the pumpkin seeds and then they put that three hour video on YouTube. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you can play it for your cat. It's really good. And uh, Well, here's the thing is the was, sounds was, definitely was, work. They identify yes. the sounds, but I don't think that their brains can interpret a screen. Oh, I think they, I think they can because my cat used to paw at the computer screen what? and look around the backside of it to see where the bird was. What? And then we used to have a projector and we would project it on the wall and she would jump and try to catch the bird. Do I have dumb cats? I don't know. Sarah's cat's pretty dumb. <laughs> my cat's been... kind of dumb, but she's still, still, she's getting it. Oh, no, Myla. I was thinking <laughs> yeah, of Myla. Bozo. Oh, no, Bozo. Yeah, if you have a cat named Bozo. Freak out. He's, He's not actually shit. named Bozo. Oh, okay. That is a polite way of saying his real name. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what happened there? It became problematic after we named the cat or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Not my cat, but he's, he's my nephew, and, and I love him. We should make cat TV for Means TV to radicalize our pets. That's a really good idea. Look at that. I think it's, cats I think are Republicans. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Cat Bill Maher. Oh, excuse me. I'm the most employable uh, comedian of all time. All right. <laughs> cats are anarchists, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. They are. They wear little bandanas Fair and enough. stuff. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds cool. I'm gonna like and subscribe. Do we yeah, have thank you. Um, so subscriptions are ten bucks a month, um, and uh, everything that's on our YouTube channel is available on our YouTube channel, and uh, you can watch all that for free if you don't have ten bucks a month. But um, yeah, we've had a few people. Sometimes we put out videos. So we've got some videos from uh, this um, outfit called Art House Politics, and we put up a couple videos, and people were like, uh, "Isn't this an Art House Politics video?" And we were like, yeah, we paid yes. him to buy it. So we bought it from him, and now we're putting it up. You know? Right. Yeah. So any any shit you see on the meme TV that you're like, Got I've em. seen this meme before, we bought it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, someone if tried you're to... at home getting concerned, watching, yeah, <laughs> thinking they just stole scary. a bunch of shit. <laughs> well, you know, it happens. Um, but, you know, cool your tits. Uh, we're not stealing from other fucking communist comedians. Chill the fuck out. Shut the yeah. fuck shut up. Shut the fuck shut up. Log the shut fuck up, off. Shut up and subscribe. I'm trying to no, binge. Don't log off. Stick your head in a toilet and log off. <laughs> I'm Michael Bloomberg, and I wrote this joke. I'm uh, definitely one of the best uh, things we have up on means right now is Gaza Fights for Freedom, which is Abby Martin's documentary um, oh, yeah, about nice. Palestine. It's extremely fucking good. Metal. It is metal. Yes, it is metal. Cool. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's worth your 10 bucks. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's it's been really interesting, like, trying to figure out how to make a production company that is a cooperative, because that's literally never been done. Um, and the production, like, video production and video distribution and the entire media landscape is full of just... Stealing content from people, and uh, that's kind of how it functions, is on free labor. I yeah. know. I know. Do you know Jake that? is John Stewart. We've uh, been over this. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at you, The Daily Show and Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, moving to L.A. was such a, like, I mean, you know, people say it crushes your dreams, and it does, but, like, not in the way that, like, I wasn't like, I'm going to be a star. I was like, 
I'll be a production assistant and then I'll move up the ladder. No. And it's actually not, not how it works. Um, <laughs> you get dogs for terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very weird seeing like, Oh, all these shows that like, even shows that I'm sorry, I got to say it shows that are good and shows that I like, uh, depend on the free labor of at least 15 people. And yeah. that's fucked. Yeah. Like without, without that, those shows don't exist. And I just, I can't, get behind that because that's stupid <laughs> i was you know? uh there's got to be a better way there's, there's got, got to, to be a better, better way. way exactly automatic scissors i don't know if i mentioned this before i was one of the last group of unpaid interns on the colbert report <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> literally the last one before they were like this is illegal <laughs> yeah. yeah was that uh was that around the time of the black swan uh lawsuit Yes, I think so. I got an email that was like, hey, do you want to sue Viacom? And I was like, I would like to one day work in entertainment, so no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go on a list. Smart. For $300 or whatever. Everybody that works at Viacom has sued Viacom. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you should have done that. Oh yeah. my god, when when you go like to have your first day there and they just play the training video for you that just shows how they own all of media, it is a real black pill moment. <laughs> here's SpongeBob, yeah. here's Friends, here's washing machines. It's all from us. It's all us. Yeah. Was that a picture of me? Yes, we <laughs> yeah, own you. We too. own you. <laughs> <laughs> we made you. Get inside <laughs> Chandler's mouth. <laughs> it's part of the ceremony. Feed Chandler. They show you some of Jake's mean tweets. Jake works for us. Yeah. <laughs> They burn a huge effigy of uh, Dan Ninen. I don't know. Um, All right. I've been trying to think of Dan Ninen, Bloomberg doing Dan Ni- jokes that Dan Ninen wrote for him all episodes. So, like, he comes out and he's like, I know what you're thinking. What uh, race is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Wait. I just thought. So I'm yes. so worried about Bloomberg uh, having any kind of success as an anti-Semitic uh, avatar, right? Because yeah. he's a stereotype yeah. of all the worst things about Judaism. Sitting, watching the debate with my wife last night, who is Jewish, we get halfway through the debate. She goes, wait, what race is Michael Bloomberg? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's working. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a uh, half New Yorker, half Japanese, <laughs> so I get my sushi at 9-11. He does the Andrew Cuomo thing where he's like, I am a gay man. I am Latino. Yeah. I am a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I am a waifu. <laughs> I am Sundere. I am an I am an e girl. I am an e boy. <laughs> I am a mother. I am a senpai. I am a furry. <laughs> I just googled what race is Mike Bloomberg, and there's nothing. Oh wait, ethne celebs. Ethne celebs. The, oh yeah, you're you on know, ethne celebs. That's my homepage. It's my uh, favorite pornography website. website. To find out which of uh, which public figures are Jewish or not. That shouldn't and exist. And there's a website. Nope, it sure does. It's pretty racist. Uh, oh, okay. Bloomberg, Ashkenazi Jewish, Russian Jewish. There you go. This is this is a more um, unbiased celebrity ethnicity website than ones I've I've seen in the past. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody was it, like, oh, is Natalie is Natalie Portman somebody was like, Natalie Portman's Jewish. I was like, oh really? They were like, yeah, here's the link. And I was like, I don't need a link, dude. Here I am on Ethne Celebs, checks out. If you have any money left over from Means TV, give it to Ethne Celebs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're launching. They're, They're a yeah. socialist <laughs> ethnic identifying platform. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're for time. We should probably wrap up here uh, yes, yes, yes. pretty soon. Is there anything else we should get to about means? Um, 
I mean, do you have any stuff about it that you want to ask? Not on air. Uh, let me pause Not real quick. Not on air. Okay. <laughs> All right, there it is. Uh, so actually, I do have like one or two questions about Means TV because obviously, like, I am behind a worker-owned, uh, you know, entertainment outlet uh, production company. Obviously, you know, if you listen to this show, it should not be surprising, right? It's kind of extremely on brand or whatever. But, um, you know, the the one question that I do get about it when I talk about Meets TV is, uh, you know, the viability. Like, is this this is a really ambitious project? Um, I know Nick is a young guy. I mean, it's it's crazy to me that he's able to get all this stuff off the ground. It's very impressive. Can you even do this if you're not 18? Um, No. So that's the answer really is Gen Z doesn't know what's possible and not possible. So they just do stuff well, because they're like, well, I guess I'll die in 10 years. Right. Mm, that's right. a good, that's kind of a, like a, like a, a good quality though. It's a feature. Uh, I agree. You can utilize that nihilism into uh, like a really, really, uh, it's a strong, sexy way to live. <laughs> strong source of <laughs> ambition. You know, if you're just like, well, I'm going to die <laughs> at some point soon anyway. But, um, yeah, so I guess people, you know, really ask the question of like whether it'll uh, it'll it'll actually get off the ground, whether it'll function in the way we want it to. And I think an interesting counter uh, point to what Means is doing is that like this guy Nathan Robinson recently brought up on Twitter a thing that turned into a big conversation, which was uh, the idea of a left cable news network, which I think is interesting because. After Sanders won Nevada, we ha- we saw a lot of pundits kind of have this come to Jesus moment where they realized yeah. this is happening. I can't fucking stop it. Oh my god! Joy and Reed Dude, was Peter- really funny. Yeah, Peter Dow also like op-ed columnists are now like, well, looks like Bernie's winning. Better get behind. Like Peter Dow went fucking. Uh, Paul Krugman hasn't gone yet. Well, but Peter think- Dow's been a comrade for about a year. Yeah, he's. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, he actually he's, he went full on. He's Maoist he's a now. Yeah, yeah, he's Chairman Dow. Um, but he's a great example of somebody who actually, I think he he actually came to Jesus. Like it, it wasn't yeah. that he got pressured in. Um, but like you know, Chris Matthews in regards to Nevada said all this crazy anti-Semitic shit and had a melt down yeah. and um the msnbc responded by saying that they're going to look into hiring more pro sanders voices because i think they're realizing that they're going to need to do that when he's the uh the, eventually the nominee and possibly the president right? right and so i think what robinson was talking about in a cable news network is uh serving as a counterpoint to the toxicity of the cable news things that right. are you know pushing really horrible liberal and conservative narratives like maybe we should get into their arena and mm-hmm. actually you know since we're gaining a little bit of a hegemony like uh fight in that realm i guess and so with means it's like uh, we're in a, i guess my main right. thing with like means the is hulk movie we're in <laughs> we're in, with means we're in we're in a little bit of a different arena which is still good um yeah. and also these things are not mutually exclusive. Like we should be doing both and more, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. What do you think about that? Like what is, what is means is like mission. Dare you fight well, in the arena of takes? <laughs> <laughs> I am brave and strong. Uh, yeah. I think the idea. Okay. So basically what, what we're doing right now. Oh, my mom just texted me to tell me that my cat should not get coronavirus. Um, great. I'll, I'll be very careful. Is that a worry people have? Well, the, the Nian cat has. is from yes. Asia. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a tiny little face mask on her. Yeah, um, so cute. Um, so we're kind of, we're in a very weird space in media right now, right? So 
when you say a leftist cable news network, there are um, there are two parts to that. One is a leftist news entity, and one is cable news. Buying cable news, like like telecast crew, satellite bandwidth, um, the the literal means of production, and the means of distribution, which are like physical things that you have to buy the rights to. You have to buy airwaves, you know? Um, so what we're doing on Means is, like, we are a, a leftist a leftist identified entertainment and news platform, but we're doing it on internet streaming, which is way, way, way more cost efficient, which is why we're doing it. Right. It costs, like, like we, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know how much you guys know about, like, the cost of making and licensing content, but basically we raised $200,000, which to a cable news network would be jack shit, and we made a whole streaming service with, like, at least 40 hours of content starting. Yeah. And that's, like, and some of those are original productions, which are way more expensive, and what we did when we were licensing was, like, we ran around to all these uh, independent filmmakers and who mo most of whom their only outlet for distributing their films that they had made was putting them up on Amazon. Amazon gives you two cents a play when you put your movie on Amazon. That's bullshit. Like these people were getting $500 checks a year because like thousands of people watched their film and they were just getting like 500 bucks and that sucks. So even with the very, very wealth little tax. Wealth tax. Even with a <laughs> tiny, tiny amount of money that we Just had, we were still offering these independent filmmakers a better deal than what they were getting from Amazon, a company with billions of dollars. Yeah, sure. So it's not so much about how much money you have, because with internet and streaming services and the cost of hosting like huge amounts of material, those costs are changing like at the speed of fucking light. You right. know what I mean? Like the platform that we're building today might be totally different next year because we might have some kind of a fucking innovation in lossless streaming. Right. Because th that's how fast these things are changing. So I think the idea of like, um, is it viable? Uh, I think the answer is yes. Um, and it really just depends on if people will pay for it because like no one asks, is cable news viable? It just is because somebody pays for it to happen. Because you can sell a lot of cars. Yeah. Because you can sell a lot of cars because you're selling ad space. Like, cable news has a huge, huge amount of waste, and it relies on ad revenue. A leftist cable news network would have to have ads on it for revenue. What R would those ads be? Like, a huge part of the means platform is that we don't have ads because right. that is what is most corruptive to a cable or actual broadcast television streaming network. Online, we can actually afford to survive on donations and not have any ad revenue. And again, I cannot overstate how much money ads make. <laughs> it's all the money. It's all the fucking money. So us doing it without ad revenue and only on donations, the amount that's been done is like, I think very promising. You know, there's no guarantees, but basically is it viable? It depends on if people will pay for it. It depends on if we reach the audience we're trying to reach and make the stuff that people want to see and if people are willing to to pay for it and help it grow. I think Mean TV is a really good idea because of what you're talking about with the no ads, meaning that it's uncorruptible. And I also think that that means that it's a really good incubator for the people that work within it creatively because then you don't have to fucking jump around to a bunch of different corrupt, you know, things within the mainstream media that all, you know, cause you to 
to alter what you're doing in order to sell it on the fucking thing. There's also right. the fact that cable is dying. I mean, it's yes. only watched by old people by this point. This is like inventing a new socialist, like, horse and carriage. I think that was the argument for a left cable news network. It's just like, we need to fucking talk to these goddamn old people. Because <laughs> they, I see. they but don't. The amount of time it will take you to do that, it's not relevant anymore. Yeah. Just fucking make a thing for yeah. young people. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That's kind, of, that's kind of our thought. And I think the idea of having more leftist pundits is a, is a very good idea. I think having, like... Go to leftist pundits. I mean, at this point, it's you know we're working pretty well with people like Anand Girahardas. You know, like he's he's doing some of that work when he goes on MSNBC. But like you know, MSNBC is not going to hire you to go on their on their channel and be like fuck MSNBC and fuck you and fuck Chris Matthews because right. they know where their fucking bread is buttered. You know, the right. coward Chris Matthews hides in plain sight. <laughs> Imperialist running dog Chris Matthews. Uh, <laughs> I sharpen so, my so, blade, waiting for I, him. I, I would love it if Nathan Robinson went on CNN. You know, I would love it if Nathan Robinson went on fucking Fox News and just battled it out. But I don't think that a left cable news network is... I don't think that cable news, um, the structure of it and the, the means of production are, uh, are things that can hew to a leftist ethos of work in the way that a streaming service can and that's just and that's just about the technology, you know. Yeah, yeah, well said. So you know, I, I got a lot of thoughts about the changing media landscape. If anyone wants to put me on in there, <laughs> talking about cable news, I'm trying to get on cable news. I follow you. Well, you're uh, you're trying from the worst platform yeah, of all say, time, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, we'll get you on the there like, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I I like to imagine that I've. Uh, pissed off the pod save america people enough to where they've listened to an episode or two we did we did get a lot of listens on the one episode we were just like we're talking directly to you john yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i bet they immediately listened to the stalin app <laughs> they were just like don't, don't. <laughs> anyway um it's a reactionary book well hey guys if you want to support means tv um they are having a premiere events in multiple cities one of them will be this Friday in Brooklyn at Littlefield, where uh, we Good did venue. our show with the Antifada a while back. Brooklyn, New York. I will be emceeing the event, um, and it'll also feature... Let me fucking get this lined up. Okay, I found it. Um, here's everything that's going to be on the show on Friday at uh, Littlefield. Uh, it's me, hosted by me. Uh, there'll be a screening of Sarasota Half in a Dream, which is a uh, surrealist documentary about dead turtles, crabs, swarms, decaying resorts, and microscopic histories. That sounds fucking it's tight. It's sick. I'm going to tell you, it's dope, and I love it. And then uh, music from Nervous Dater and uh, our friend Bryn's band, Stay Inside, uh, which is an emo post-hardcore band. Um, cool, wow. yeah. So uh, that'll be happening here. And then uh, there's also like another event, a couple other cities, right? Yeah, there's one in uh, Detroit um, where they're screening, I believe, a different documentary that's on the main service. And uh, and there's one in Seattle, also at a theater. Um, yeah, so there's like, if you want to come out and uh, see this stuff and meet other people who are interested in a leftist streaming service, you should go to one of those. Cool. Yeah. Um, you had one more thing, yeah? Yeah, so I kind of wanted to talk about cooperatives for a little bit because, like, you know, when we talk about leftism... Um, there's sort of a talking about like how how we can do business as leftists, how we can make money and in, in a way that's like ethical 
you know, without exploitation. And um, a lot of the talk about Means TV and its viability, uh, I think, sort of comes from that. And I, uh, I, got, I got involved with Means because the idea of a cooperative entertainment streaming service had never happened. And the reason it's never happened is because uh, media production as we know it is extremely hierarchical. You know, like you start at the bottom of a ladder, you move up a ladder, it's very bureaucratic, and it's very like, I own you, I own this, um, and it's, uh, it's very corporate. So in making a cooperative entertainment service, we're literally making it up. We're reinventing everything that I know and that Nick knows about making shit, making videos, and we're having to try and make it adhere to an ideology that it has never been forced to adhere to. Yeah. Like Hollywood exists on free labor, like all media exists on free labor and exploitation. To try and make media without free labor and exploitation is like, we just have to figure out new ways of doing things. And a big one of those is owning the, the actual fucking means of production owning the equipment that we use instead of like renting. Oh, that's why it's Uh, called that. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I really think cooperatives, I, you know, I used to, I don't know if you remember when I lived in this co-op in Austin. I don't think we were like hanging out, but I used to live in this co-op house in Austin and it was like, I knew many co-ops in Austin. You knew many co-ops in Austin, but I I moved into a co-op that was starting. And a big thing that happened was everybody was like, all right, so we just, like, do whatever we want, right? And I was like, no, we have to have a lot of rules, actually. And um, and it was, like, it's very difficult. I, I, I think people kind of think that when we talk about a, a, an entertainment or a media service that doesn't exploit people, that we're being utopian. But, like, it's extremely not utopian. It's in the dirt. It's on the ground. How do we figure this out? We've started doing things that we've then realized – this is a bad idea. Like, this is very much a, we are building this out. We are seeing how people respond to it. There are good critiques. Like, we want good critiques. And um, just the whole structure of how a cooperative business works is so different, so different from how a normal business works that it's, like, really hard for people to wrap their heads around. But I I, I think it's the fucking wave of the future, man. I mean, I think people got to learn how to get along with each other better and it's not fun and it's not clean. You know, it's not like everybody just loves each other. Yeah. Does this make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, we're talking about restructuring an entire thing. It's not going to be a fucking utopia, but I mean, it's time we turn TV from television to team vision. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, we, we very hung overly tried to explain the origins of the Oscars the other day on the show as uh, but the story there is that it's union busting, tactic that's yes. why they created the academy and like yeah you think about that and you're like yes. yeah uh it might be possible that this extremely archaic fucking old-timey extremely exploitive system might be uh you know the rails might be falling off of it at this far into the future you know uh so i don't yeah. think it's uh that ambitious at all to challenge that i think it's really cool yeah. the guys that made the studios in hollywood they were all basically like real estate developers who were looking to branch out you know they were they were fucking uh amazon priming that shit you know they were like well i have lots of money from selling southern california i might as well start a movie studio and they did and they made shit tons of money um and and they could just do i don't know they just do whatever they wanted it's it's very 
people complain a lot about the Hollywood unions like SAG, but like before SAG, actors were owned by studios. Like people don't really talk about this now because now actors get paid millions of dollars and we talk about how they're overpaid. Yeah. But when but when the entertainment industry, like when feature films began, if you were an actor and you were owned by a studio, you just did as many movies as they told you to do, which was like 20 a year. Yeah. And you dated who they told you to and you ate what they told you to and you took the drugs that they told you to and you worked 20 hour days all the time and you had no choice. Yeah, you're you like no a pro wrestler. About... Exactly. So it's like, that's fucked. We can do better. Do better, Hollywood. Do better. Do better. <laughs> Couldn't it's not say easy better to myself. figure out how to do better, but it's a lot easier than just going along with this current system that sucks and trying to figure out ways to like, well, what if we get leftist voices on cable news? Fuck cable news, dude. Cable <laughs> news is owned by billionaires. They're never going to put real leftist voices on there because they threaten them. Right. And we now, we now have the technology in digital, like with digital cameras, essentially, to very cheaply build our own shit. Fuck yeah. As Bane Fuck once yeah. said... The workers of the world have nothing to lose except the chains. <laughs> yeah, Bane. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you know Bane. Yeah, we should make one of those uh, one of those memes where it's like the heads, it's like Marx, and then uh, you know, uh, and then Bane. Yeah, you know, it's a bunch of what th Lenin. How th about then, three Banes? And then Bane. Yeah, it was just th four Banes. Right. Rule of Bane. Mount, Rush Mount Rushmore, four Banes. Yeah, all Bane, Mount Rushmore. All Bane mask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think uh, we got to wrap it up here. But um, oh. fuck. Yeah. No, I'm glad we talked about that because that made a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, you guys are fucking doing the good work. So you got to do it. Give us money. It's cool shit. You. Yeah. Fucking sign up for Mean TV. Watch Mean TV. Give Mean TV money. Come That's to the and show. Also, Feed the you, beast. If you give Mean TV money, tell us what you want us to make. Tell there you us go. what you want right. to watch. We give a shit. They don't let you do that with regular TV. There's no rule oh. against porn being part of this. They just tell you Roseanne's coming back and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Roseanne's coming too, means TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, big announcement. We hired Roseanne and also... Um, with Tim uh, Allen. Al, Al, Al Franken. Al Franken, yeah. <laughs> They're going to make them kiss. It's a home for canceled uh, celebrities. <laughs> the island Foster's of... Home for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It would be kind of funny if they did like, um, like a, like a reality a show with a bunch of canceled celebrities living in a house together. Yeah, oh, I'd love that. Like the surreal life type thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll happen in the next few years. I predict it. Yeah, anyway. yeah, that'll pitch, happen. Pitch it to me. <laughs> All right, uh, Sarah, where can people find you? Um, HeySaraJune.com is my website. I don't have social media anymore, but you can go to Twitter.com/slash/means underscore TV for means TV stuff. Cool. All cool. right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Peace has made you weak. All right, uh, moving on, we've got uh, another thing I think is important to talk about this week. Uh, we have a guest named Jaya Sundaresh. Did I pronounce that right? It's actually Jaya. Jaya, got it. Yeah, a lot of people get that wrong because there's another writer in town named Jaya, and it's 
it's like the bane of my existence, but it's fine. The it's bane cool. of my existence. So that's a callback <laughs> to something that happened earlier on the podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, it's Jaya, kicking in. Got it. Um, this is the first time we've spoken. This is what happens when you're friends with people on the internet. You go, uh, hello, uh, your name's uh, Piss Demon? <laughs> no, it's Ron. Piss <laughs> Demon 69? Yeah. Good Lord. Is that Boner Hitler? That's a real person. Um, <laughs> birth certificate. One of my friends has a very, very fucking, uh, you know, like that username online yeah. and was approached by the Bloomberg campaign. And he showed me the email. Uh, it's just like, hello. I'm not going to out who it was, but it was, you know. Hello, hentai Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> we like what you're doing here. <laughs> we think that uh, you might be able to help us. Um, anyways, uh, Jaya, it is my understanding that you tangled a little bit with our boys over at uh, Pod Save America, our stupid bastard sons, um, <laughs> which is something that we do, or at least I do. Uh, I got into it with uh, one of them, John's, a while back. Yeah, you established contact. It did, yeah. So, uh, I obviously, I support this. It's the first step to fucking them. I support everyone fighting Pod Save America on the internet. Um, so, I thought I would have you on to just tell the story, because it's really funny. Sure, yeah. So what so happened exactly? I, uh, during the debate, uh, one of the last debates, I forget, there have been so many, um, I made like a throwaway joke about Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> I said... <laughs> How uh, dare you? Know, yeah. I know, right? Speak and ill of the dead. The guy who is not running. <laughs> you know, went nuts. Um, they love him. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, he's nice and all that. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I mean, he's... a neoliberal corporate hack but like they all are yeah. but, like at least he's a real oh um so i made this joke that was like beta o'rourke uh is gonna get really pissed off when bernie wins texas how dare you, know? you say that yeah I know. how offensive and, and um some way check shithead retweeted it or quote tweeted it and i didn't even see it because my mentions are tailored as hell and he said um, how this is a really bizarre thing to tweet. Mm-hmm. And John Favreau, with 1.2 million followers, mm-hmm. responded, What a sad, strange. Wait, what did he say? Just sad. Uh, sad, small, ignorant person. He's, he just said sad, like Trump. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he definitely said sad, small, ignorant person. And I felt this, like, current of rage go through me when I saw that. Um, because. He has 1.2 million followers, and frankly, I am not sad, small, ignorant, or a person. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a a dirty little worm, as he implied. (laughs) (laughs) I got really pissed, and so I screenshotted it, and I wrote, "Um, nothing to see here, folks, just a podcast gazillionaire with 1.2 million followers picking on an early career journalist with uh you know no followers uh enjoy and everything went fucking insane um it the the tweet blew up um and uh, you know a lot of people got really mad at me you know john favreau writes in uh response just because you're an early career journalist doesn't mean you can say or do whatever you want um, White knighting for Beto O'Rourke. This is the yeah. strangest thing to pick a fight over. Yeah. I don't understand what is happening. The thing that I hate you know, about... Everyone was like, like, Texas is Beto country. 
you're going to piss off Texas and we're not going to vote for Bernie. That's why. That's why. <laughs> okay, the forces okay. of history you are You would not feel thing. bad. You would feel bad if you ruined Texas for Bernie Sanders, wouldn't you? You know how presidential elections are all altered by jokes? The outcome is always, you know, fucking, uh, what? Bob Hope said something in the 60s and then Nixon got elected. That's right. That's not how that fucking works. Like wing, <laughs> like wings of a butterfly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like one, one 280 character tweets can change the course of the universe. No, I don't I don't think so. The thing I really um, hate about these types of people is, uh, you know, this dumb lib brain thing is that they, like... They have one foot in the comedy world. Like, those people have, like, a comedy podcast and stuff, and they all think of themselves as comedians and stuff. And then they have this thing where they're like, a comedian making mean jokes about a politician? Right. It's, like, the b- first thing. It's the oldest type of joke in the fucking book. And uh, they think that, A, it's mean, and you're not supposed to do it, and B, it's uh, it's going to affect the election, which it just fucking doesn't. If you're not supposed to make fun of politicians, who does that leave? Right. For you, you to make yeah. fun Just the homeless. That's It's literally punching <laughs> up. It's their fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah. I don't I don't get that. I didn't know the Johns were supposed to be funny. I always kind of pictured them as these like earnest, you know, beltway lanyard sentient lan- lanyard dorks. Well, they know? are. But the, the cuz they is- have a TV show and a media network, they're supposed to be charming and funny now. I think Love It is the one that's actually like got some kind of weird improv background or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But- oh, oh it, it does not shock me that they have improv background. <laughs> yeah. Um, but those types of people always list their shit. That yeah, they Beto make. O'Rourke got yes anded into running for president. <laughs> that is exactly what fucking happened. Yeah, it's a scene that got out of control. I think at one point during the bullshit, I tweeted um, a link to Lizzo's Love Hurts or Truth Hurts or whatever the song is. The one that has the DNA test line. Yeah. I said, uh, John Favs, this is the reason why Elizabeth Warren can't play uh, Lizzo at her rallies it's because of you <laughs> i bet that made him <laughs> cry because you talked them into the dna test right 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 right, right. so um that didn't that was that was pretty fucking that does make me opinion. think like they're especially mad about your tweet not even because of anything you said to beto because you were not that mean to beto but mostly just that how bad they must feel for getting him to run for president <laughs> and then nationally <laughs> shaming himself yeah this is totally like projection like on house of cards when the barbecue guys joint gets shut down because of kevin spacey this is like the same thing yeah they just don't want to <laughs> talk about it <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. Beto, I mean, I but I will say that there is like there were guys in my DMs like this was the funniest thing. He was like sending me pictures of him canvassing with Beto O'Rourke in Texas with his son. Like, <laughs> how dare you? This man <laughs> was knocking on doors with me and my son and then he sent me a picture of like a smiling blonde woman and he said this is his sister (laughs) (laughs) would you yes or no "Ah, she seems nice i don't i don't know god (laughs) what a beautiful family my god (laughs) it would be a shame if something would have happened to this family family i was like they they seem like nice white people i don't i don't really know what else what have i done yeah (laughs) god damn dude what a bunch of fucking losers. And he has a gone. sister. Messages are still a mess. Um, I mean, I every so often someone sends me a link. To some, someone called me a subhuman. 
Can we talk about that? Wow. Yeah. They said, um, oh, 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 and I got called a Russian. Wow. Of course. Same thing, am someone I right? Someone was like, this person is a Russian. And then someone was like, no, she's actually just like a moronic subhuman. And I was like, this is over Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's at home, like, building a Lego castle right now. He's yeah. not knowing any of this is happening. And this may be funny to you, but those accounts are his family. <laughs> 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 there are thousands of them. He has three there large sons. <laughs> They're all named John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry that I, happened I was, to you. like, up all night that night, and I just wrote a post for my new newsletter, and I was like, I just recounted the the story and I made a lot of fun of everyone, including Beto and and the Johns, and that was really fun to write. Um, I just read it; it was really funny. And uh, oh, thank God! It ends with uh, <laughs> he blocked you, which is very funny to me. Oh no! Oh yeah, so you can't hurt him me. again. <laughs> yeah, he fucking blocked me. He and he went on a spree; like he blocked everyone. Those guys after Nevada him. had a fucking meltdown. They were like retweeting stuff and then deleting it. And shit, they were. You know, they were on one. You can tell, like, through the other end of a cell phone what's going on. I mean, they were they were pissed off. They were talking about Russia. They were cursing a little bit more than they usually allow themselves <laughs> <right>. to. <laughs> it's not that kind of Twitter.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Pfeiffer immediately went on some bullshit and said that, like, oh, Bernie's winning because of Russia. Right. It can't, it can't just be happening. I've talked about this ad nauseum. Bernie's using map hacks. They are just so furious that Latin people showed up and voted, and now they're just like, well, they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, Putin must speak Spanish now. Um, <laughs> it, all this bullshit came out. So I think that you got caught up into uh, what was probably the bender of John Favreau's lifetime. And uh, <laughs> uh, Probably. I mean, honestly, like, as someone who just quit drinking, like, honestly, I what? I feel for you. <laughs> if you want to get sober, you know what? Just call me up. I will go to a meeting with you. You know, we'll we'll figure it out, buddy. Yeah, maybe you end up becoming friends. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I've been making so many weird fucking friends lately. Like, I just made a friends with this guy who likes poop. Right, your friend, your friend to the DM. Totally, you. no, we're friends now. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, That's like he's funny. funny. Who he, likes he says poop? He's done stand up comedy. Okay, oh, so whoa. I, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am sorry you invited me on your podcast and i immediately pivot to like the guy who like masturbates to, to, to no. he masturbates to poop tell us all yes, about it yes it's the thing there are people out there who love poop oh god <laughs> what there's so many st- was i supposed to like know about this in advance what's going on i mean you know <laughs> no, germans I and all that shit. It. i'm so sorry we can talk about something else <laughs> no let's, let's no, dive no. into this <laughs> how do you befriend somebody like so that here's okay well, you've got a bunch of having a poop you got a bunch of angry dms like little dick fart slave <laughs> okay 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 and i was like hey little followers would you like to read an interview with this guy and a solid 70% said yes. Solid. <laughs> Blue wave. <laughs> yeah. So I reached out to him, and like we're like really good friends now. And I'm going to interview him, and it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be about the nature of sex and submissiveness and humility and humiliation and it's. I'm really excited. Uh, you know, it's like on my mind. You're such a positive person. I can't believe John Favreau was fucking mean to you. What an I asshole. Know. I know. I just. I'm so nice. <laughs> well, Very open-minded. Um, 
I uh, have been enjoying your newsletter, and uh, I think this whole thing is funny. So I think uh, let's uh, get let's plug your work. So yeah, you I just can... started a newsletter on a whim because I was procrastinating from grad school, and uh, please sign up so I can make failing out of grad school a positive life decision. Um, it's at Jaya Time, J A Y A Time, T I M E. Uh, .substack.com. It's funny. It's personal. Um, I think I go into sobriety on my last issue. I go into the end of the world. That's on my mind. Um, I have a take on civility that none of you are going to like. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a good time. Um, I write a lot for current affairs, so you'll see my stuff there. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Well, I'll put it all in the show notes. Oh, and I'm at Shut Up Jaya, obviously. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love current affairs. Hell yeah. Uh, well, yeah, cool. Yeah, they're great. Nathan's great. He dressed affairs. up as a peacock for Mardi Gras. What? <laughs> yeah, it's he looks amazing. He wore a unitard and a tutu and like, yeah. He wow. was sending me pictures. It was great. Wait, who did this? Where am I? NBC? Oh, right, right, yeah. Because of the peacock? Right. All right, that's it for me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Robinson in a peacock costume. Yeah, have me on again, you guys. All Absolutely. Right. Well, John Waters, everybody. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, and yeah, my listeners should check out your stuff. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. Love, love what you do. Yeah. I'll see you around. Well, that was quite an episode, everyone. Means TV, Jay Sundaresh. Um, uh, <laughs> shit you can watch and people watching shit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for the week. Um, let's mm. plug shit. We got shit. I, God, I can't shit stop. to plug. I can't stop thinking about shit now. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got shit in your brain, you're going to love our March 3rd show at Caroline's on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For um, Super Tuesday, all the stars will be there. We'll be watching 15 primaries. Roll on in. I think it's 10. No, it's 15. Is it? T- oh, fuck. All right. I have a PowerPoint and everything. Right, I gotta write this down. I've been working show. on this live show. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you guys gotta come. There's tickets pinned to our Twitter. Um, it's gonna be a fucking banger. Uh, and there's no better way to watch our fine process at work. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be the biggest, like, most produced fucking thing we've done to date so please if you live in new york come watch super tuesday with us we're gonna have all sorts of sketches and segments and uh you know we got kate willett we got ted alexandro doing stand-up um from uh you know all all the various things netflix uh reply guys all that um yeah please uh i yeah i know it's a trek into to fucking Times square but um if we make this a banger then we can do more and more and more mm-hmm. and it'll be rad so come to that come to the meets tv thing in brooklyn at little field on friday and um other than that i don't think i have anything coming up until april which i've i've got another tour but i can't really announce yet i have all kinds of shit but you'll have to find me and get it out of me
If you're in Florida, keep an ear out because I'm coming to Florida soon in the first week of April. Yeah. Jake is going to plug. He'll be somewhere in Florida. Somewhere Try and find Jake. In Florida. <laughs> I'm going to be doing crystal meth at the Harry Potter world. Can I, you save Jake before the Gators get him? Yeah. I quit cocaine, but I'm doing meth now. Mm-hmm. I'm just rotating the drugs I'm doing. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, bonus episodes on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash poddamnamerica. I noticed a bunch of people signed up this week, so we really fucking appreciate that. It, there's good shit back there. Yeah. Uh, I know. Maybe we just don't plug it enough. We yeah. do a whole other episode every week on this I shit. I mean, if you haven't it's, heard, it's way better than this episode. Yeah, right no, now. we do the better episodes on the oh Patreon. Oh, It's so funny. Um, and you can rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Oh It'll help us get God. better numbers and stuff. Uh, yeah. And then just, I don't know, follow us on Twitter and shit. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. You look great. You look fucking amazing. <laughs> yep. I, I want to fuck you. Oh. All right. Uh, yep. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. I want to oh, fuck, fuck you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's finished. It's finished. I finished.